I'm Cody. And I'm Elaine. And like you, we are podcasters. But we don't just host podcasts. We also coach podcasters and produce shows too. Every week we go live to answer your questions and help you do what you do best to get your voice out there and make a positive difference. From production and advertising to growth, guests, and engaging with your tribe, you ask and we tell. If you're a purpose-driven podcaster and want to be a part of an amazing community of like-minded people and want to join in on our live calls, click the link in the show notes and ask to be a part. You're listening to Purpose Driven Podcasters, presented by Reckless Media. So originally last week when we were going to go live, we had Cody and I had kind of asked separate questions that at face value, they looked like the same question, um, but they were actually opposite questions. So Cody had originally posed like what you said something about like what's being, what's a challenge mm-hmm. in your show and like what comes natural, kind of the, um, what, so I kind of took it the other way of like, okay, so this is a challenge for you and this is like, this comes natural to you. So my question was, what is working for your show and what isn't working for you show for your show? Like I said, at face value, that looks like the same question, but it kind of digs a little deeper into that or whatever. A, a lot of us have common challenges and common um, things that come natural to us, but your show is specific to you. And what's working for one person's show may not work for the other person's audience because there, there's so much that goes into hosting your own show, you know, with your specific audience, your specific niche, your specific um, what, where you're at online and different things like that. So um, we had quite a few responses on both of those posts. So that's what we're wanting to tackle this week. And I kind of am sharing some of these common issues and common of natural abilities that come and then um i know mpo had a question earlier about maybe um how many episodes should like be in a season be in a season yeah. and I'm tagging so her of, right yeah and now. so just kind of tackling what does seasons look like do seasons work for different podcast hosts and just kind of getting into <clears throat> those things yep so i just pinned a comment uh that way everyone can see it so if you kind of roll up in here uh just an audience question what is working for your show right now I'm going to go ahead and make a few announcements, and we're going to get right to this. As always, guys, uh, just a couple of quick things. If you're looking for a podcast mastermind group, we have a link in the uh, comment section, uh, note section, whatever it's called on Facebook, that you can go to for a mutual member here. She has an amazing podcast mastermind as well as a course. So both of those links are there. We partnered up with her, and uh, we are in there all the time. We get to do, hey, Lewis. We get to do quite a bit with her, and I absolutely love everything she puts out. That's Heather Parody uh, with the Unconventional Leaders podcast, and uh, just all of her stuff is great. Also, we do coaching calls, uh, and we do free podcast audits. So we are podcast producers, and we also produce other shows. We edit. We do all that kind of stuff. So if you want to hop on a free podcast audit, we love to look over what you're doing and just give any kind of advice. It's completely free. It's nothing like, you know, doesn't cost you anything, no hidden fees, nothing like that. So without further ado, or I guess there's one more thing I should probably announce, and that is if you are watching and you have questions, that is how we can keep the ball rolling. We're going to do our best to talk about what we have. I know this is we've been experiment, uh, experimenting with different times to see what works. So if you're in here, if you hop in here, please feel free to ask your questions because that's the best way we can keep this conversation going 
So let's just get right to it, Elaine. It looks like we have a new comment. Oh, do we? Yeah. We have. Sweet. Carolyn. Carolyn, thank you for joining. I didn't know that that came up as comments. When yeah. people joined? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Carolyn. <laughs> so anyway, let's go for it. Elaine, what's our first question? Okay, so first question regarding the seasons. I'm just going to go into that. Is So Mpo had asked earlier, how many episodes should a season have? Is 20 episodes enough? All right, let's talk seasons because this is an interesting topic uh, to me, especially because it's kind of a little bit more complex than meets the eye mm -hmm. I, okay let's just start from this side of things right seasons are not even enabled in every single podcasting host i don't know how to do seasons in our podcasting host we use an obscure host i know it's not libsyn i know how to do it in libsyn i know how to do it in in places like that but seasons are uh it, it's just kind of one of those weird things every single host has its own process for how they do it and so it's kind of done on that end, and it kind of reflects in iTunes, and sometimes it gets messy, and sometimes it looks okay, and it can just be all over the place, mm -hmm. right? Seasons can just get messed up. So uh, one, I, I can't sit here and tell you exactly how to do it for your host, but what I can talk about is when they're necessary, when seasons are necessary, and should you even be doing seasons, and then how many episodes belong to each season. So let's start with the first part, mm -hmm. right? Do you even need seasons? And I think this is an important question. I know a lot of times, I think Libsyn, at least from what I have seen, kind of defaults to kind of setting up seasons mm -hmm. or wants you to set up seasons. To me, that's really confusing. Uh, as someone who has multiple shows and every one of them are not seasoned, show the season as like they've been around, mm -hmm. but they're not seasoned as in like that we don't, they're, they're, they're continuous. Right. It's one. We do it every single week, or at least with my show, it's bi-weekly, right? Uh, or even with the podcast that we take from these live videos, it's, it's whenever we finish a live video. None of it is per season. So I think a really big question to ask yourself is, do you need seasons? Seasons are a good natural way to go, oh, yeah, I'm going to uh, refresh my content after season one, and I'm going to get a new intro and all these kind of things. But you can also do that after episode 25 or 30 mm -hmm. or and 47 do it, it doesn't matter they have like a new direction for their show they didn't really either they're done with the specific topic they were talking about or they don't they no longer are wanting that niche but they still want to keep the content up in case people want to follow their right journey. they're changing directions so you can do seasons if you're changing directions uh we we've worked working with someone who's doing that right now who's changing kind of changing directions or almost having a bit of a relaunch for his show and is going to a season two just to show everyone, hey, I'm back in the game. I'm doing mm -hmm. this again. But to me, if you're releasing uh, on a regular schedule, hey, Devon, uh, if you're releasing on a regular schedule, then I don't think you really need to worry about seasons at all. I don't think you should operate out on a seasonal basis. To me, that seems a bit confusing if people see like, oh, this is season one versus just a congruent, if you're releasing every single week, then you're releasing every single week. Even if you accidentally miss a week, which I encourage you to do your best not to do, uh, that's, all, you know, we've talked about that a little bit and I would gladly talk a few more hours on it, you know, being consistent. But if you are constantly uh, sticking everything under season one, people are expecting season two. And to me, 
And I'm sure other people have different reasons for doing this. And I've seen quite a few different people do it. And that's, you know, I guess everyone has their reasons. Like Elaine said, if you're doing a, a relaunch of your show or anything like that, that would be a decent reason to, to have a season mm -hmm. two or a season three even. But the only reason really seasons matter to me is if a, you're talking about a specific block of content, right? Like season one, we are talking all about Facebook marketing. Season two, we're talking all about Twitter marketing, but your podcast is about marketing, right? Mm -hmm. You're focusing all on this one type of topic. Yeah, I was going to also say um, Aaron Mankey, he, you may know him by his lore podcast, but he also has two other podcasts, I think. He may have more than that. Cabinet of Curiosities, but he also has Unobscured, and Unobscured is a seasonal show. You know, he, um, for that specific thing last year, I think maybe it was 12 episodes or something around there where it was all about the witch trials. And then this year it's all about what spiritualism or so something. So obviously yeah. those things like they He's may, a history podcast. Yeah. So they may have like some common threads, but they are not the same topic, but he still wants to dedicate time. And so I, I believe like he's on his second season. So it's once a year, he's specifically done all of the research. And I feel like part of that is because there's so much research involved. Mm -hmm. He interviews a bunch of different people on this, on these topics, like professional, you know, PhD type people. Um, and so I'm sure that has, you know, a lot to do with it, but that would be a, a good way. Um, if you are a storyteller and you're talking about all things, this or all things that, to segment them into different seasons if you already know you're going to be doing that. Yeah, for sure. And so that's number one, right? You have a grouping of content. Uh, the second thing is if you're doing it for only part of the year, if your podcast is only a, a summertime podcast or a springtime podcast or for July and August or only if it's a sports podcast and it only follows, you know, uh, well, basketball pretty much goes on all the time. But if it was like only during the football season or only during the baseball season or you know, volleyball or whatever it is. Yeah, I could see seasons to that because it's that is, I mean, it's a seasonal sport, so you could have seasonal podcasts. And then the third big reason would be uh, if you are releasing content in batches. So if you have, I'm going to release 10 episodes right now, and then I'm going to take a break and I'm going to regather my content and I'm going to release another 10 episodes, especially if that's more evergreen content, mm -hmm. content that you want to stay out there. But if you're having conversation type based, you know, podcasts, if it's stories, if it's information around one specific topic, if you have a niche, if you're focused, if you release release on a regular schedule and you're not planning to uh, planning to switch, I really don't think you need to do seasons at all. I think it's very confusing, and I think it's not appropriate. Uh, to be really honest, I think it, I think it just confuses your audience, and I think it leaves them wondering what it means. Like, or really to me, whenever I see a seasonal show, and I'll just, this may just be my weird, my weird perspective here. But when I see a season, a show that says seasons, I'm waiting on it to go away for a little while. And so sometimes I'm actually a little bit reluctant to listen every single week because uh, I almost, it's almost like the Netflix thing. I want to mm -hmm, binge it because I know it's only going, it's only going to be available for a minute and then it's maybe gone. Which some people would say, oh, that's good, like, because you want people to binge your content. But then whenever you just stream them on, it's like, hey, this is season two, and it's the same exact release schedule. I think people are like, oh. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say also, if you know advance, some people don't know in advance, but if you know in advance that you're going to be doing seasons, throw up just like a two-minute teaser for that 
after you wrap up your first season of like, hey, not going anywhere, just gathering this information, I'll be back around this date, even if you don't have a specific date, but like, I'm not going anywhere, we're looking for the next season, and just stick around. That way people are like, ooh, when is it gonna come out? People aren't like, where did where did they go? Like, are are they alive even? Yeah, like, please don't <laughs> leave people hanging in the dark if you if you drop your show for a little bit or if you have to regroup or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Like, don't leave people hanging in the dark. Make sure to say something. Now, how many episodes is appropriate for a season? My answer is I do not have one. If you have <clears throat> a releasing a serial drama or if you're releasing something like that, that depends on how many episodes you write for it, however long it is. It could be 30, it could be five, it could be two, it could be a hundred. I don't know how many it takes, but I mean, if you're, I mean, that's like TV. You could have eight episodes mm -hmm. of Stranger Things or 30 episodes of The Walking Dead. Like, I don't, it just. Well, I was going to say, I wonder, I was going to ask your opinion on this. Do you think seasons should be around the same number? Each time? Yeah, so if you had a season that was 10 episodes, and then you had a season that was 5 or 30, like... I like to know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I like to know a generalized number, you know, of what to expect. Like, it's kind of like... Uh, I, I use Stranger Things because it's one of my favorite shows, right? At least it's still currently mm -hmm. running. And every season is 8 episodes minus season 2... I guess all three of the seasons were eight episodes minus season two, which was nine. But that one episode was kind of like a filler one episode. Off, yeah. It was like explaining some backstory. Kind of like stuff. a bonus episode on a podcast. Right. And so really like for the Canon story, it was eight per season. I love knowing exactly what I can expect out of that. I love mm. whenever I go into uh, a, a show, it's going to have about that many episodes. If you're writing a scripted story, sometimes you have to go a little bit longer on certain things, and that's fine. But I don't think you should have season one, five episodes. Season two should be 20 episodes. Season three should be eight episodes. Like, you need to have some kind of consistent number. Mm -hmm. Consistency is key, even if that, even like when it comes down to episodes per, per season. And I think that's important. I think that if you're going to, if you're a marketing podcast, for instance, and you're doing uh, I say marketing because it's the first thing that comes to my mind. If you're doing a, a series on Facebook, it's like, well, you can do one about ads, one about sharing content, one about statuses. You know, you, like, you have eight different topics. Well, those same eight topics are pretty vague, and they're most likely going to apply to Twitter and Pinterest and Instagram or some variation of those topics where you can still say, well, you remember how we talked about this on Facebook? Well, this is how this works over here. It's a little bit different. So you still know about what you're going to get. But if you go into a marketing podcast, it's like there's 10 on Facebook and three on Instagram. What's your first thought? Oh, Instagram must not be worth advertising on when Instagram's just as much, if not maybe more than Facebook. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, people rank value based on numbers. And so I would think to try to stay consistent in your episodes, the, the exception to that especially would be um, if you are doing, like I said, like a serialized series, like a series, you know, like a, like a, like a true crime drama or a, uh, you know, a documentary or something like that. But then it's important to keep your episode length similar mm -hmm. because you want to follow a consistent pattern. Because like I said, people work podcasts into your lives. This isn't video. You're not charving out, uh, you know, excuse me, you're not chopping out a piece of your life or carving out a chunk of your life to sit and watch something. You are mm -hmm. actually like popping in an earbud mm -hmm. and you're doing it on your way to work or whatever. Hey, Seth, uh, you, you literally are using it throughout your day and people take episodes and they know like this show is about this amount of length and they fit that into mm -hmm. their little pocket of time. But yeah, because we have specific podcasts that we listen to at the gym on our commute 
to the store yeah um on just for entertainment purposes like we know okay well we're going to this place so we have this amount of time so we're going to listen to this newest episode we would start this other one but it's kind of double the time it takes yep so all right so i think we pretty much like went in and out of that topic yes. quite a bit. So let's go on to the next one. Of course, guys, please remember, you are mm -hmm. welcome to drop your stuff, uh, any kind of questions, anything like that, in the comment section as we go. Mm -hmm. All right, what's next? Okay, so last week, whenever Cody and I had our different um, statuses in the post about what's, what's working, what isn't, what's natural, what's, you know, a challenge, some common issues that we saw, well, let me start with the common abilities because these are kind of, easier to grasp so common abilities was a natural conversation what do we mean by common abilities explain like that a so bit. like being natural that's what comes natural okay so you. people are naturally good at this yeah okay, gotcha. people Sorry. love to have a conversation that's not a problem for most podcast hosts because most podcast <laughs> most podcast hosts probably went into podcasting because they wanted to have conversations or at least get better at it that yeah practice all that and also, they were able to talk with others. So whether that's to directly to their audience or with their guests, what are some common issues that people have? Hmm. Well, a couple of the things were a couple of the things we heard. So a couple of things that we heard were one juggling different shows. All right, let's just stop there. Okay. Common issues people have is juggling different shows. I have a lot to say about this, mm -hmm. and I'm going to probably contradict myself a little bit yes. because I have multiple shows. Elaine and I together have four podcasts. Uh, we have The Reckless Pursuit. That's the main one. It's our one for the spiritual nomads, mm -hmm. Christian every Outcasts. Week. We do that every okay. single week. comes out every single Monday at 4 a.m. on the nose. Uh, it's pre-scheduled whenever we, like, we work on it the week before. It comes out, and that is uh, mine and Elaine. We are co-hosts mm -hmm. to that show. Uh, we have, I have Itinerant, which is a completely scripted show that I do, and it is similar uh, in, I guess, audience to The Reckless Pursuit. We have Purpose Driven Podcasters, which you guys are listening to right now if you hear this, and uh, it is a live show here on Facebook in our group and Purpose Driven Podcasters, which is if you're, if you're listening to this later and you're not part of it, go find it and join because we want you there. And then it is also a podcast. We literally just pull these live videos. I know it's not the best audio. We pull the audio straight from Facebook, rip it off, and throw it right out into the podcast universe. We just use an internal mic on our computer. I'm working on some other setup stuff right now, but it's just as basic as can be. I don't edit it at all, and it is for people who are podcasters. Mm -hmm. And then you have yours, yes. which is in the process mm -hmm. right now, which you can go ahead and share. About. Yeah, so I'm launching November 19th of this year, my podcast, The Particle Daughter, and it'll be a bi-weekly show. I don't know if you had mentioned the itinerant was a bi-weekly Itinerant show. is bi-weekly. Yeah. Bi so yeah. we're going to kind of popcorn. So the weeks that his episodes will go out, mine will not. I think so. you just coined that term. What? I've never heard anyone say they're popcorning episodes. Well, there you go. Y'all are going to put coins, on a quote card. <laughs> Elaine coins terms all the time. Yeah, so we popcorn that. Yeah, which means back and forth <laughs> yes. in normal language. Bi-weekly. put that on t-shirt, popcorn in it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway um, but seriously so <laughs> i'm launching that uh podcast next month and it's for women who want to focus on their mindset um the kind of short term i said mindset manifestation mindset meditation manifestation i'm already getting confused um and so it's just 
for women who want to incorporate daily routines and their healthy habits and daily in their daily routines and just focusing on becoming the best version of themselves possible. And yeah, so okay. we have four shows. So why do I say that? Like, okay, I'm sorry for like boring anyone telling people about our shows. Uh, tell us about your shows, please write a comment or something. Send us an email. Like let us know about your shows too. We want to hear, like we legitimately want to hear yes. about them. Uh, so the reason I say that is because we have a main podcast that has mm -hmm. a very specific audience to people who are spiritually uh, questioning. I have a podcast that is kind of like a sibling podcast to that. And that one is about history, but it's like from the obscure view of like Christianity and like the outskirts and like the things churches don't talk about which feeds in naturally to people uh, who are, hey, my, and then which feed in uh, kind of naturally to uh, like the my, like how, the niche of, I guess, like the reckless pursuit, right? And then you have this business mindset podcast, which has a little bit of spirituality mm -hmm. in it, but it's kind of out here. Yeah. And then we have purpose-driven podcasters, which is... And incorporates everything. Well, yeah, but it's for people who just want to do positive yeah. work, right? It doesn't matter what your your religious background mm -hmm. is or anything like that. It's for anyone in any kind of way. It can be you know, a cooking podcast versus a medical podcast versus a marketing podcast, as long as you're trying to do positive work. Mm -hmm. All of these are, are different, and we juggle all of them. Now, they all have their place in our ecosystem. If you have too many different podcasts going on and you're neglecting one of them, why are you doing it? Like, what is your reason? Okay, so let's just go over it. The Reckless Pursuit is because my background is ministry. Uh, we want to be public speakers. This is our niche. This is what we're passionate about. It is our baby. That's why we do it. Itinerant is kind of to help um, give more SEO, honestly, mm -hmm. to our website because it's a sister website. Hey, Jonathan, it is a, uh, I guess it is a sister podcast to The Reckless Pursuit and it is to give more searchable content and it's an outlet for me to write. Let's just be really honest. Like it is an outlet for me to get after it. Elaine's podcast will really be feeding back into this group. Mm -hmm. And the reason we started this group is because we want to learn from you guys. We want to share what we know along the way. and it is an outlet for us because we do coaching and we do uh, we do editing and stuff. So it's about gaining connection mm -hmm. and connecting with other people, not just trying to get clients, but to learn from everyone and to just make connections in this field and get to know other podcasters as well. And so that was really our big thing here. This is where, you know, this is our bread and butter where we mm -hmm. make our, you know, our money. This is where our business side of things come from. But then we also have our passion projects that uh, we've been kind of like more, I guess, cautious mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to try to make money off of just because it has some of the dynamic with our audience. That being said, if you have multiple different shows, they're all going to different niches. They don't play together. And that's not necessarily the worst thing, mm -hmm. but it could be the worst thing, right? I will also preface this. There's two of us. Very true. There so, are two of us. So, The Reckless Pursuit, there's two of us on there. The Purpose Driven, there's two of us, and then everyone who joins in on the live videos. So, technically, we only have one podcast, one solo podcast that's independent. And so, whenever you have a co-host or when you have multiple co-hosts, 
um, of different shows or you have a team that helps you market, helps you strategize, helps you edit and all these things that makes it easier. I by myself would not have four podcasts. I feel like I could barely keep one by myself, but because we're already, you know, in the groove of things, we've been doing this for so well, yeah, long. Podcasting now. is what we do. Yeah. And so it comes natural to us, you know, but at first, if we would have started out with these four podcasts, I mean, heck, like I would be strug like, yeah, I would no be struggling way. with that. And my thing is, if you're going to pump, if you're having a hard time juggling different shows, maybe consolidate it down into one show. Yeah. You know, if you're doing a show on internet marketing and then you're doing a show on uh, real estate, maybe you have a segment in your internet marketing show about talking how to get clients for your real estate business online. I don't know. Maybe you have a weekly, a smaller weekly episode mm -hmm. that comes out in tandem with your main episode. It's okay to consolidate. It's also okay to have these different things as long as they're kind of pointing to the same yeah. area. And you can, sorry, I'll let you go after this. You can have a, pas a passion project on the side. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But just make sure to keep your priorities straight about what's your business and what's your passion project and make sure you're not neglecting one or the other. Because if you start neglecting one, then you probably have too many irons mm -hmm. in the fire. I was just going to say, maybe you could consolidate it to an everyday show. If you, if you can, if you have a team, if you're capable by yourself, co-host, whatever, but maybe you could do like a 10 minute episode every single day of the week, or at least Monday through Friday. So you can tackle the specific um, topic. So your audience would know, Hey, every Monday she's talking about marketing. I don't really care about anything else she's talking about, but Mondays I am there for it every single Monday. Or maybe you're talking about marketing and then Wednesday you're specifically talking about Facebook marketing and Friday you're specifically talking about Twitter marketing and then the other days you're not, you're talking about like uh, real estate stuff. Well, people who are into the real estate stuff, they'll listen to that Tuesday and Thursday episode, but they don't really care about the other episodes. That's fine too. If you are able to juggle that by yourself, a co-host, multiple co-hosts or a team. Yeah. And just make sure though, that your podcast isn't too diverse. You don't want to yeah. be talking Monday about spirituality, Tuesday about real estate. Because then people Wednesday wouldn't know what your show is. About dogs. Like yeah. you, you want to make sure it's in the same generalized niche yeah. and then you can have multiple niches. And like I said, you can have multiple podcasts. It's just you're having to advertise for that much more. Mm -hmm. uh, you really are. You're having to push for that much and more. Like, it's hard. Also, one of the things that we like can talk about for hours, like hey, Drew. said earlier, was consensus consistency is key showing up every single week or showing up however many times you show Cody you mentioned the reckless pursuit comes out every single Monday every single week while purpose-driven podcasts podcasters podcast comes out anytime we do a live and so it's consistent with that but it's not our main focus our main focus is the reckless pursuit our main focus are independent episodes that are every other week that we're popcorning and, you know, we have a specific time where we know, okay, this is where it comes out. And so if you have a podcast that is your number one, okay, this is my mission about, you know, real estate. And that's every single week. But once a month or however you, whatever that looks like for you, you want to talk about the music industry as just a fun passion project. That's okay if you're not showing up every single week, if that is not you know, your number one mission. Yeah, absolutely. So what is the next part of that common issues people struggle with? Promotion. Promoting your podcast 
is an interesting thing. And it looks different for each and every person. There's common avenues, obviously, right? Like, in, like social media, all that. Word of mouth is obviously the biggest thing. And uh, sometimes you just have to ask. If you know people are listening, if you have a group of hardcore listeners, sometimes you just have to ask them, hey, can you share this on? If they truly get value out of it, you know, that's not too much to ask. I think a lot of times we forget we do this for free. Mm -hmm. We're giving out all of this information for free. You're pouring your heart. You're going hoarse over speaking into a microphone, getting all passionate for free. And it's okay to ask someone, hey, guys, like I'm pumping out a lot of information here. And I would love if you would share this on. So word of mouth is a big thing. Promotions as far as Facebook and Instagram. Let's just kind of go through a few of the different ones real quick. I feel like this is a whole episode in and of itself. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's just kind of hit on a few of them here while we have about 15 minutes left, 10 to 15 minutes left. Uh, so let's just start with Facebook. What does promoting on Facebook look like? Uh, it doesn't look like a Facebook page anymore. Facebook pages suck. They're not worth – I guess you can reserve your spot on one, but they're not really worth your time. Let's just be honest. Right now. They're not really worth your time right now. Uh, just have it to be there. But groups are where it's at. So mm -hmm. definitely with groups. Groups are interactive. People actually engage with groups. They respond to groups. It's part of a community. Building community is beautiful. Beauty. Building community is needed. Like one of our carnal desires is to have community. So for sure, uh, for promotions for Facebook, you need to be in groups. I have seen time and time again paid advertisement with Facebook, and it's not worth its weight. Not for a podcast. If you have a really awesome course and you're trying to sell a product and you can, you know, you're really good at writing copy and all that, then absolutely you can mm -hmm. try to use some Facebook ads. But if you're just trying to get listens to your show, you are throwing your dollars in a blender and flushing them right down the toilet after that. I mean, like you're just destroying money. I don't remember where I heard this at, um, but I think somebody had mentioned they were taking a course or something where they said that the person had actually advised that unless you were making six figures in your business, don't even worry about Facebook ads. Yeah, I mean, Facebook ads, I mean, like I've done advertising for companies before and they get amazing returns. They were also offering something that was going to help people literally better their lives. And I mean, it was a medical, like it's mm -hmm. medical, like it's literally helping people overcome ailments. People are going to click that. It's also very targeted. You can target mm -hmm. those ads based on age demographic, household income. You can target them based on like all these different things. For a podcast, if you're trying to get people just to listen to your show and you're using Facebook ads, I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not there. Like I've, I've paid for Facebook ads for our shows. I've had uh, numerous studies where I've like read and follow people that are fellow podcasters that I know that have had uh, thousands of dollars they have pumped into Facebook ads in just a month's time. They would get momentary boosts on one episode, maybe a few extra, maybe a hundred or two extra listens and we're talking about for like a six thousand dollar ad placement within one month mind you and uh it, it just it didn't get him any any return listeners mm -hmm. like as soon as that episode went off the listenership dried right back up it, it's not about it's not a valid thing uh, i would say the same thing for instagram ads i know a lot of times we do instagram ads and we're like oh it's great we get this many extra hearts but, but what does that equate to yeah i think that's one of the hardest things for social media users and especially podcasters, you see a heart, you're like, yes, that's a listener. Or 
yes, someone's engaging. Because let's be honest, sometimes people listen to your show for two years. You never hear from Mm -hmm. them until one random day. They're like, man, I've been following you. We got an email Mm -hmm. not too long ago that was just like, I've been binging your content for the past few months. And I'm like, or for the past six months. And I'm like, I'm just now hearing from you. Like, and that was it. Where's that review at? Right. Like, where are you? Like, I want to hear from you. I want to know your thoughts. Like, come on. We have a whole community. Where are you at? Like, you're an anonymous email. Like, come hang out. But they, some people. Well, they're too busy listening to our show. Oh, that's it. (laughs) Too much content. Yes. So anyway, uh, that's, that's one of the big things is like, you can pay for ads on Instagram and you're going to get more hearts, but hearts don't equate to anything. Mm-hmm. I think we get a big issue with that. I was going to say, and also so many people just mindlessly scroll. Oh, if yeah. something pops up, I've done this where I accidentally liked something, not even realizing it was ad because it looks so seamless in your feed and in your Instagram feed. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like they literally bought me to like that picture and I don't even know what they're trying to sell or whatever. And so like, I mean, it's, people may not even realize, like, you may think, oh, I have a new listener, or they listen to the whole episode, when they don't even know the name of who you are. They just like the picture. Yeah, they just like the picture, either because it looked nice, or they were just mindlessly scrolling. Yep, it caught their eye for a split second, and then they're gone, and there went your 40 cents that you paid for them. And that crap adds up. So, unless you really know what you're doing with Facebook ads, and you really have something to offer, or... Facebook, Instagram, they're kind of parallel because they work through the same ad manager. Don't don't worry about that. As far as Instagram, what works on Instagram marketing? Elaine, what works on Instagram marketing for, uh, yeah, for Honestly, promotion? okay, this sounds bad, but pretty pictures. Okay. And what, okay, so there's two sides to that. One, it's like be as aesthetically pleasing as you can, using your quotes, be as aesthetically pleasing as you can and just mimic every single person and then like, like to like or follow to follow or whatever it is and just make everything a highlight reel. Everything has to be picture perfect, spend hours editing and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's another thing. Show up, show your face, show pictures. I, a couple years ago was like, Oh my gosh, getting pissed off at people. Honestly, like this was my mindset, (laughs) getting pissed off at people because they were only liking pictures of my face, only liking pictures of my outfits and everything. They weren't liking my mountain pictures where I poured my heart out into the caption. And I got really upset. I was like, people are so vain. Like all they care about is what I look like and what other people look like. And then I realized it wasn't necessarily, oh, I had a cute outfit. It's because the person on the other side of the website physically saw who I was. They saw what I looked like. My, you know, um, heartfelt caption on the mountain. Well, they wanted to see who I was. They wanted to see the voice behind that. And even more so now with stories and Instagram TV, people want to see you. They want to see the unfiltered you. They want to see the raw you. Of course, people want to see pretty pictures. But Can I just pause for a second? Yeah. Don't get too raw. (laughs) True. (laughs) Unless that's a, I don't think that's anyone in here's marketing niche. So, uh, I don't know. I, but, don't get hey, Sherry. No, but honestly, like people want, right <laughs> people want to see you. And so that's the thing that is working on Instagram. It's no longer, I mean, I don't want to say no longer because there are people who are like, oh, I just want to follow you because you have pretty pictures. But people who show up in their stories, people show up with their face without makeup, you know, without the cute backdrop. Always how to show up. <laughs> Without makeup, yeah. But people want to see you, so that's that is what works on Instagram is you number one. And I think that actually is a good place to just say for that anywhere. 
promotions if you're not doing word of mouth if it's not word of mouth uh it i mean really word of mouth is exactly this mm -hmm. right face to face conversation to conversation being authentic being present all of that is how you show up that is how you promote and uh the another thing i just kind of want to go into and we can kind of wrap up that that little thought trail don't be spammy mm, yeah don't be spammy that does not work I've kicked folks from this group already for that. Like, it gets so annoying. If you have a group you're in, there's normally a place to share your episodes, which is great because it's a curated place where everyone can go mm -hmm. back and look. And, and, and I do. I don't know. If, I can't speak for everyone, but I actually do go back and look through episodes and, and see what everyone's putting out. And and I, I find it beautiful. I love mm -hmm. going back and seeing what everyone's putting out and just the different thought processes and flows. I, I find podcasts that way. I think that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. don't just go in and start dropping links in groups especially if it's, with no context yeah oh that's the worst don't do like, that do not just go in there and drop your link and be like hey did this thing you and everyone else like i'm not trying to be rude but like we all have podcasts if you're mm -hmm. in this group you have a podcast and we're all busting our big rumps trying to get it out there right and let's be honest you're a podcaster how many podcasts do you listen to every single week most people keep up with like four to eight podcasts. Podcasters, your time is being taken up in one of those slots, right? You only have so much of you to give. What do you do when you see that? And I, I don't think anyone in here right now does that. But we've had a minute. Like I had to ban someone just not too long ago because I sent them the little warning thing. that's like, hey, you violated the group rules. And then I sent it to them again. And then I sent them a message. I'm like, hey, like... If you're going to link drop, go find somewhere where it's appropriate and try to add value. And, you know, even if you want to pose a question, like I might let that slide, like pose a question and be like, hey, we were talking about this. I'd love Give your feedback. You take, right. Like, hey, I want to I want to know, you know, how do you think the audio quality is something? Give me a reason to leave this up. No, just I deleted it, posted it right back. I'm like, sorry, man, you're banned. You're out. I'm mm. not going to play that game. I hate spam. I can't stand it. And I'm, it's cool to ask questions. Mm -hmm. And here's another thing. If you are trying to get a lead for people, it's like, hey, or who are people that are interested in this? It's fine to go in and say, hey, who all out here is really into photography? And then it's like, oh, let's start a conversation in the chat on this thread, right? In this Facebook thread, in this comment thread. And then you're like, hey, I have this thing. Would this be something you'd be interested in looking at? Don't try to sell it. It's just like, hey, I have this thing here too. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I want to invite you to be a part of it. Or it's like, hey, if someone has a question, it's like, I have a podcast episode, not a thing, it'd be a great resource for you. It's okay to start conversations mm -hmm. about around what you're passionate about. Because the truth is, they may say, oh, I have this other episode, or I'd love to be on your show, or mm -hmm. whatever. I'm talking like groups for podcasters, but this yeah. could go, you can go into a photography group. If you're a photography podcast, and be like, hey, who all loves taking pictures? Like, who all has uh, taken pictures of bison at Yellowstone? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get on there and be like, oh, yeah, I got this great picture. Here, I'm going to share it with you. Like, yeah, that's really cool. I'm doing an episode on it. Or I have a, a whole group, you know, dedicated to nature photography. I'd love for you to share that photo over there that's if you That's where the willing. humanity comes in. That's where the authentic relationships and conversations. And even whenever you start having that conversation, you can actually, like, comment to that person and say, hey, like, since we've been talking about this, do you mind, quote, do you mind if I send you this episode? Do you mind if you check this out? 
don't just start blasting people's DMs. Listen and, to my show now. You know, dropping your links because you can't in a group. But like, you know, you can even ask me, hey, can I send you this? Yeah, I think it would be beneficial. Only if you actually think it would be beneficial, yeah. mind you. And the second part of that is don't be spammy to your own dang stuff. Like, nobody mm -hmm. wants to follow your page if all you do is post about how great you are. No one wants to follow your page if all you do is share the same episode over and over Get and over creative. again. Share share stuff from it. Repurpose your content. Ask questions. Be present. Mm -hmm. Don't look like a robot. Share don't, behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, just get creative with it. Have fun with it. And allow your humanity to shine through because we're so desensitized. We are so desensitized. So if you want to promote anything, promote humanity and promote being there and being present and being a real person. And that'll get you more promotion mm -hmm. than anything. Anyway, guys, this has been a great week, a great conversation. Let us know what you think about any of the things we've talked about. I have that audience question pinned to the top. I'd love to hear about it. Mpo, you caught us right at the end, but mm -hmm. uh, we answered your question right toward the beginning, so feel free to switch back around and catch that replay. It was literally the first question we talked to just about four and a half minutes into mm -hmm. the episode. Guys, we will be back next week, and that's the plan. And, uh, yeah, send this will be available. Questions. Yeah, send us your questions. Let us know what's on your mind in the podcasting world. And, you know, just any kind of thoughts, concerns. Vent. Get on the comment thread. Mm -hmm. Just vent about what's frustrating you, what's working, what's not working. All that fun stuff. We want to hear it. And, of course, if you are interested in that free podcast audit, it is available. You can click the links and then also uh, just our partner uh, partnership with Heather and all the great things she is doing Guys, go and create on purpose. Thanks for listening to Purpose Driven Podcasters. If you want to be a part of our free live calls, click the link in the show notes and ask to be a part of our community. We look forward to seeing you there. Elaine and I are not just podcast hosts. We're also producers. If you're looking for a coach or a production team for your show, visit us at recklessmedia.co or click the link in the show notes. We have a free one-on-one -on -one podcast audit to help you get going in the right direction or to fine-tune your show. Again, that's recklessmedia.co. And until next time, go and create on purpose.